Hey, welcome to First Issue Club. This week, we've got Marvel Comics 1000 and Mountainhead on IDW. Bam, first take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Hey, you've just entered the First Issue Club Zone, where you can be led to the muddy and sometimes murky water that is the comic book landscape by your tried and true leaders, Greg and Budget King. Yep, that's all we have here today. We're here to uh, talk to you about comics and to read them and review them, where we are a podcast that only looks at the number one issues weekly every single week for more than 110 episodes. <laughs> We're dedicated, folks. Yep. It's been 110? I typed in 111 today as I Holy loaded the cow. episode. Oh, so this is going to be 111. Uh, that was last week. We should have celebrated. Fuck! Yeah, this is 112, I think. All right. So... Um, but that's okay. We can celebrate 112. It's a, like an, it's a nice round, or it's an even number at least. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's 112, um, uh-huh. that's the combined, yep. the combined age that we will, uh, live. <laughs> Both of us? Yeah. So we're gonna live like what? 60 something? Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. No, like 50, <laughs> 54. We've lived hard lives. <laughs> um, so this is the first episode, I think, Greg, that you and I have just done solo. Yeah. I mean, a, we're, a duo. we're great friends, but this is a little weird. I like you. I like you as well. Um, Got I that think, out of the way. I think we're the best part of the com- of the podcast. So. Yeah, I guess we should put a little uh, warning in, in front of this episode. If you want any kind of knowledge <laughs> or any kind of structure to the show, uh, you've picked the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two most logical, organized people, Greg and I, are lucky to uh, end each day alive. Right. We share the same ADD medicine, which yep. means he gets one one day, I get one the other day, and we kind of switch off. Yeah, literally our bosses go home and cry because they're just like, oh, why, why do these people work? Because we haven't quit yet. Yeah, and they like feel bad firing us. We're lovable. Yeah. Um, we're, we're lovable buffoons. Well, yeah, so this is the Lovable Buffoon episode, mm-hmm. where you can feel at home if you haven't accomplished your dreams yet. Well, hold on, we've accomplished a lot of dreams. We just took a long road to get there. <laughs> okay, sorry. If your journey to life is a long road... Uh-huh. Of, of, if you're a wanderer. <laughs> if you're a wanderer, this is the episode for you. Mm. Yes, um, exactly. <clears throat> but we're happy wanderers. Yep. I would say I've lived an okay life. If we go get, get hit by a car on the way home tonight... I Yeah, I would be bummed, but... I I have zero regrets. Same, yeah. So we've lived life without regrets, but we've it's been a long road here. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great that we're covering these books because Marvel Comics seems a little bit ADD right now. Oh God, yeah. How many stories they've packed into this thing? Um, as I came into as we came into the studio today, uh, Greg told me that he was listening to community radio, and I thought it was so funny that I choked on my skittles and started crying tears. A rival, a rival radio station. And um, I was listening to the classical musical hour <laughs> because community radio is pure chaos. It is, and um, I find it hard to believe that anybody takes the time to listen to that. That is not. Um, I think you describe them as an eccentric billionaire. Right. Do you think we could get this show on that radio station? <laughs> yes, without a doubt. How would we go? We go about doing that. I would we, be. We just ecstatic go... <laughs> if we could have the first issue club hour on this radio station. I think it's. I th- well. I think that community radio is just like by democracy. So you just have to be present. We have to just show up. I think you just show so up. So squatters' rights. Yeah, you. I think you get a show if you wait long enough. 
Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. It might be a terrible time. <laughs> well, I might end up becoming the janitor. They also would have to bleep us. Uh, we could uh, clean it up. We haven't cursed yet. Oh, wait, we have. Have we, have we cursed yet? I did. I uh, said the F word. Did you? Yeah, pretty loudly. It doesn't even sound. Like I know, it doesn't even register to us. Yeah. Fucking is like breathing to me. I mean, sorry, the word fuck. <laughs> well, both. I mean, <laughs> both those statements are correct. Fucking is like breathing. Uh-huh. Um, so... In news this week, the news is Marvel Comics 1000, so we're not going to cover comics news. But uh, yeah. what, what about politics news? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this. We're not going to cover politics. The Koch brother died. <laughs> yeah, which is fine, I guess. Right, yeah. That's, he can I don't, how old, he was, he was old. When Se- it, 79, that's not that old. Right, that's pretty old. Old for us. When, you, when we, you look at that guy and you, you go, okay, that sounds about right, then you know you're old enough. Okay. That's how I know how sad I should be when someone goes, oh, so-and-so died. And it's just like, oh, how old were they? Seven. Oh, they go, oh that's, that's terrible. Okay, and then they say 112. I go, yeah, that's probably about right. That's a good way to look at it. They were about 20 years too late. Mm-hmm. They okay. overstayed their mark. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it, there's lots of politics going on, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, 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 it is the political <laughs> season. It's about to ramp up hardcore. The election is 2020, right? Uh huh. Correct. All right. Yeah. November is when we vote. That is when we vote. Yeah. All right. And so I'm already sick of it. Well, it hasn't even started yet. Because I'm not smart enough to really understand any of it. So. <laughs> I think you're plenty smart. I think it's just sickening everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, big vomit fest. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean, that wasn't a great like news hit, but uh, anything else? The Amazon is burning. The Amazon is still burning. Yeah. Brazil is refusing aid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they are refusing Which, aid. This is good. My my job, for those who don't know, is uh, in, it deals with the actual, the daily, my daily job deals with the news. Uh-huh. So it's like we're just kind of regurgitating things I hear all day. Okay. What else? Well, you, so then you know more news than I do. Uh, I'll tell you some more. Johnson & Johnson. Uh, like, oh, uh, yeah, the opioid yeah, thing. Yeah, I've got, um, yeah, getting justice served to them in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, a handful of states are going to try to make that happen. Which is crazy. It's a uh, <clears throat> really... Amazing thing that's happening right there. Yeah, that seems revolutionary yeah. in some ways. Um, in other news, um, Matthew McConaughey is going to be a professor at the University of Texas. What is he going to teach? Um, hair plugs? Chillin' 101. <laughs> Would you not take a class from Matthew McConaughey? Um, I wouldn't because that class, you, you're, the class is going to be packed. You're a fucking idiot. No, the class is going to be packed. Oh, oh, yeah, you're the guy that's What am I like, going to learn from him? It doesn't Nothing. matter. He's a famous person. He's going to teach me some bullshit philosophy that he's made up. Fine. You're telling me, okay, you go to college, you go to a generic state university. Already this scenario is not plausible. <laughs> you don't take a class with Matthew McConaughey. Do I have to buy a textbook? You ever seen uh, Reign of Fire? No, what is that? Is that the one with the Sean Connery's a dragon? Um, I believe that's Dragonheart. Okay, yeah. I get those mixed up all the time. <laughs> is Dragonheart in the movie? Anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Reign of Fire is, um, he's like post-apocalyptic, and they like... And there's dragons. Um, yeah. Yep. And I think he says, who wants to scale Matthew McConaughey? No. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to go to a class taught by me? Yeah. He's a... By the way, pitch perfect McConaughey impression oh, we just thank, did. thank you. It was uncanny. <laughs> Did you feel like he was here? Yeah, I almost felt like I was in class with him right there. Okay, yeah. What about what about this one? When you when you're driving, you've you've I don't know exactly. Yeah. You had it and then you lost it. 
I'm curious what that syllabus looks like. I'm, it's probably just a joint. I, you have to take that class. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> what is a famous person's class you would take? Um, I would take a class by Steve Martin. Okay. Whether that be banjo lessons or comedy. Mm-hmm. I would take a class from um, uh, Tina Fey. Okay. I think that would be a really, really good class. Tina Fey or Professor Amy Poehler. Uh, either one. Professor Poehler. Professor Poehler. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would take one by um, Dr. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Is he doctor? <laughs> he is in this scenario. He seems like it, yeah. I've never listened to an episode of his podcast. Um, I but, and also, vice versa, he's never listened to an episode of ours, so I don't feel bad. Wrong. <laughs> he's a huge fan. Oh, huge fan. <laughs> um, I've listened to a handful of his stuff whenever he like has people on spouting crazy health shit. That's probably how I got into my health problems, to be honest. Because you were just taking advice from an insane person? He is an MMA fighter and a comedian. So that doesn't make him a doctor. It makes him successful. I, I follow the advice of successful people. Mm. In, okay. okay. I'm gonna I don't want this to be insulting to you. Okay. But I believe that Joe Rogan's more successful in life than you are. <laughs> that is true. But that is only because I turned down that role in news radio. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't say he has more satisfaction in life than you do. I bet he does. Um, but he's more successful. And by the way, great pull on news radio. Thank that's, you. That's not something that he gets like known for a lot, but I think that's what he should be known for. He should. He was great in that. Was I he? have no ill will against <laughs> Joe Rogan, by the way. Joe, you're fine with us. Yeah. When you watch this episode. Yeah, when you're watching us at home doing DMT Mm -hmm. with Elon Musk. Do you think he watches reruns of his Fear Factor days? I don't think he remembers his Fear Factor days, Mm. to be honest. I don't. (laughs) That's correct, right? He was a host of Fear Mm -hmm. Factor? Yeah. Um, What an accomplished fellow. He sure has done a lot. Mm -hmm. Probably too much. This is in other news that's interesting. Um, The Blue's Clues guy is coming back to Blue's Clues. The original Blues Clues The guy. original Blues Clues guy. Why? Um, I think that it's kind of like the combination of, like, kids will like it, and then adults will be like, huh, that's interesting. That was <laughs> That's the guy when uh, I was a kid. Yeah. That's my reaction. It's so, also, he's not, there was a rumor that he's dead, and he's not dead. Yes, there's been many rumors about this guy, that he did uh, a lot of drugs yep. and was in rehab. I think he's. I think none of those things are true. He just was a normal guy waiting for his big break, the second big break. Yeah, I mean, he had his big break. He was uh, the host of Blues Clues. Uh huh. And so now he's come back. Okay. What's his name? Dale. I don't know. Bernie. Mm-hmm. Bla- like in the show. Yeah. Steve. Steve. How big a fan am I? Come on. I thought like you were asking me what his real name was, and I would have to whip Steve. out my handy dandy notebook to figure that out Ooh, to find some clues. That's good. Thank that's you. A, that's really good, man. All right. You're good at this. Um, okay, we, we have sufficiently covered all of the news of the day mm-hmm. then um, that just spattered around. Yep, we shotgun blasted that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so maybe we should get this podcast started. Good. Good. Yeah, all right. Okay. Uh, first up, we've got Marvel Comics 1000 by everyone. Goldberg, Kubert, Don't. Riches, Ewing, Don't. Davis, Ross. You'll be here all night. Yeah, okay. 
There's a ton of people on this book. A ton of people. <laughs> that was, that was Anyone be, that has that ever worked my, on a Marvel book. That's my funny joke, though, was I was going to read all the... <laughs> Who's editing the episode? Because if it's me, it's getting edited out immediately. Oh, it's me. And uh, you're right. Yeah, I still don't want to. Neil Gaiman wrote one. He did. There's a lot of people involved with this book. Tim Which Sale. one did he write? That was... Okay, so I'm going to jump into this review. Of jump this. in. Um, Get in it. This, I, by the way, a couple things I want us to do. I want us to rate this comic book on a scale of uh, zero. One to a thousand? Yeah, one to a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, for people who don't know uh, about Marvel Comics 1000, mm-hmm. so they're celebrating 80 years of Marvel, and they're doing a big comic to do such, and they have invited, I think, kind of like Greg said, everybody that's ever written uh, a Marvel comic, virtually. There's a lot of people. Taboo. We got our taboo. <laughs> oh, I, I, I made sure I found out which one he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> which one was it? I don't remember. I'll show you. Okay. I have comments. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So tons of people writing it, and each page, the way that this comic book unfolds, each page celebrates a, uh, a year, 80 years prior, mm-hmm. and something iconic that happened in that year of comic books. So it starts with... Um, uh, Human Torch. Yes, um, mm-hmm. and goes all the way to this year, the the uh, God's year of 2019, um, and so and it <laughs> the year go- of our Lord 2019. <laughs> yes, God's that's the one I was like year God's of our Lord. year, God's year, God's year, God's year. <laughs> yes, <of course>. <laughs> <laughs> man, we're clicking on all cylinders today. Um, okay, the uh, and so that's what it is. Every page you turn is a new author, is a new panel, uh-huh. um, and is uh, and and so what I was gonna say is one of the f- most fun things to do in this book is to kind of check out oh cool what iconic thing happened in that year who's writing this and like how are they going to celebrate it right so in that way this was a really fun read not a linear read no and a read that takes you a very long time because it's almost like 80 mini comic books you certainly get your 9.99 worth out of this comic mm-hmm. book um well and it, it was kind of like what they did with the um Christmas annual or the holiday annual, each page is like a new story. Yes. So I kind of enjoy that, but I mean, what amount of story can be told in a page? Well, some I, are some are pretty successful. Some they're just like little anecdotes. Yes, exactly. One. Okay, so I want to do a handful of things. I want to do what's the worst one? Oh, I don't think we should do what's the worst one. <laughs> oh, it's easy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, we should do what's the best one and then rate it one to a thousand. What do you want to start with of those? Um, let's get the worst out of the way. Okay. I think the worst is taboos. <laughs> uh, taboos. So, uh, walk them through what taboos was. Taboos was a script that was really just a poem that ends with the word red wolf. Boo. Oh, because the the, ser- yeah, the the superhero Red, Red Wolf, yeah. And so, and and here's the thing: the reason why I think it's it's bad is that um, it's not written like a comic book, and it's just like, oh, we got somebody famous to just put some words on a page, and then the poor artist, which did a great job, kind of had to be like, I don't know, I guess I draw this around <laughs> it. <laughs> and it just is like, <laughs> keep that for your poetry book, or or you know what? Taboo. Yeah, put that put that into a song. Yeah. <laughs> just you know not- this would be, this would be a great uh, uh black eyed peas song. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll just take another crack at this taboo, and uh, we can figure out what page we want to put you on for Marvel One Thousand. Although comic books is an easy medium probably to dump, d- dive into, it's not for everybody. It's not. Notice you and I didn't get invited to write to this. After many emails that we've sent, still 
uh, were not invited to be on Marvel 1000. Yeah. There was a thousand people writing on this. Greg and Budgie King were not one of them. Yeah. Okay. Despite our best efforts. Do you have a worst one? Um, so, uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know that I'm um, a Marvel stan. I like anything Marvel puts out. So, trying to find a one that I didn't like in this was pretty hard. But I will say it's probably the one with the most words. Uh, and there the was... Miles Morales one? Right. So... Not because it wasn't good. It's because I don't like reading. I like pictures, so well, that's, that's why I didn't choose I, it. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to be like a philistine or what's that called? Like a nope, person, you're right. person that's not like smart. Um, a Greg. It's not a philistine. Yeah, Greg. Uh, not an intellect, but <laughs> putting just a script down and then just doing pictures around it. That's not comic books. It can be. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's not people. Nobody maybe a cop out. Nobody but in comics likes reading that bullshit. There are some people that like that. Find me one. I've never found one. I don't know. I mean, this is kind of. I mean, it's like a chapter. It's like a little couple paragraphs, and then uh... yeah. You know what I'll do instead of doing that? I'll just I'll get a book. <laughs> <laughs> True. You can do that. Yeah. This is technically a book. Um, okay, some other things about this comic book that are just at least news newsworthy. Yes. It was rumored that Mark Wade um, published some political statement in this uh-huh. and that they had to pull it right. out. Right. Um, the, do you know what it was? He referred to Donald Trump as the, uh, allegedly referred to Donald Trump as the orange skull. Really? Like, like red skull, but he referred to him as uh, the orange skull. Yeah. Wait, I read that they just kept it in. And that it's the, it's just they the Captain di- America thing. I think it was just a rumor to get l- maybe a little more buzz about the book. I don't think he actually, uh, because you can't pull a book this late. Yeah, a like, page. Right. You and there's no way Marvel would have let it out like into the world. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was just a, f- I don't know if it was like an issue five weeks ago, six weeks ago when they were trying to figure this all out, but. I think it was just a fun little Okay. Well, thing. so Mark Wade does have a little page in there. He talks beautifully about Captain America mm-hmm. um, and then and the mask that he wears. Right. The mask being another newsworthy thing. Yeah. Can, do you we want have to explain a, that? We have a theme. We have a theme throughout this. I, I can try to explain it. I really don't know too much <laughs> about it. I'm not sure I do. I don't know that we're the best to explain that theme. Right. Um, so there's like this cosmic mask that has been around since the Marvel Universe was incepted. I think, like, Infinity had it or whatever, mm-hmm. we found out. Yeah. And this mask, the like, the person that uh, doffs it... Uh, <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> ...becomes, like, a, a... I don't know, like, a, a not a messenger, but, like, kind of, like, this source of, like, justice to um, right the world. And so that, in and of itself, is a theme as well. Uh, a lot of characters get their time to say, why... Why am I a hero? Why do I do what I do? Mm-hmm. And this mask is somewhat used as a device to kind of ask that question of people, too. Uh-huh. Um, and so Al Ewing, I think, writes all of the mask stuff, most of the mask yeah, stuff. Yeah, this should have been Al Ewing presents Marvel Comics 1000. <laughs> he writes, like, every other story. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, why couldn't this have been a preview book or something? Right. And, and so, uh, and we get, so this is where I'm confused. Mm-hmm. There was big rumors that there's that Marvel Comics 1000 would re- be a first appearance and reveal somebody new. Is uh-huh. this a reveal of a new character? Um, yeah. So at the end, you see what's his face? Something Korvac? No, he's he's a pre-existing yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. Uh, the so like it's like the uh, something bandit. Uh, the, 
<laughs> something bandit. Close. Is that not he, true? He's dressed like a bandit and has uh, six shooters. Is his name not the bandit? It's not. The Masked Raider. Uh, yeah, so I think what it is, because I think that guy's existed, but now we have like uh, a new setup for the 2020 event that was teased a couple weeks ago that is going to reveal who the new Masked Raider is. Ah, which we didn't get in this comic book. No, we didn't. But we got that, uh, whatever his face. Korvac. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, like coming he's being, back. Yeah, he's being like hooked up to all these like tubes and stuff. And, and like, a piano. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was in. It was like a doctor. It looks uh, like he's holding Dr. a little, a little thing organ. Just yeah. from the Muppets. Just yeah. A meat grinder, yeah. <laughs> a piano meat grinder. <laughs> it's a Lady Gaga concert. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, so Korvac will be one of those like monkeys where they're like. Ching, 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 yeah, it's a symbol. The symbol monkey. <laughs> okay. Um, that's good to whoever likes Korvac, I guess. Yeah. Any big Korvac fans out there? <laughs> yep. You're the in, one you're, of you. You're in for a treat. <laughs> um, okay. So that's a lot of the news around this. Mm-hmm. Then there was a lot of really fun things that happened. I can think of three moments in this where I was like, hmm. This whole, this whole book was fun. I mean, I people were calling it like a love letter from every artist and illustrator that's ever worked on it, which is an apt description. Um, but really, this is like just a retelling of the history of Marvel um, through the eyes and lens of the creators. Right. And I think it's great. I think it's a fun thing. It's like the same thing with the Detective Comics 1000. They did That's kind of great, the same thing. It, yeah. It is a really uh, an apt comparison. <laughs> now is Marvel ripping them off? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. Seems as if. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, you know, speaking speaking of which, uh, another terrible one was uh, that dude that's... Um, never written a Marvel comic before that dedicates it to his grandfather, Ben. Uh-huh. Was it Peter Parker? Um, <laughs> good of it. Uh, Brad uh, Meltzer, who has only written DC comics, he writes this Spider-Man thing, and uh-huh. it's like, there's a kid, we're going to name it Ben. Oh, yeah. And then they you didn't say, like it? They say Ben a lot. Why? What's there to like? And I don't know. The says, artwork is beautiful. For my grandfather, Ben, for Stan Lee. And for Theo and Jonas, who the f- who the fuck is Theo and Jonas? I'm guessing those are his children. Yeah, go fuck yourself though. Like, I mean, de- de- <laughs> don't waste my time with your dedication to your kids. I on think your- it's like, just what supposed a, what to be a, a weird sweet flex. story about how he has to write for DC, but he gets to write this Marvel story, and he fucked it up. I don't think he fucked it up. The artwork, is, artwork is great. That honestly, Greg, you're just you're. You guys may not know this. Greg is a nice person. He says nice things about people. This that panel of all eighty of these, one of them, so it leaves seventy nine pretty good ones. One of them, not so good. Didn't like it. <laughs> okay, stay to each their own. Okay, uh, some surprising things that happened in there. I loved the Alex Ross written and drawn one. Oh, what? Which one was that again? Uh, the Hulk. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, He gets asked why he does what he does, which is a common theme that happens in a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. Oh, the Chip Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky, yep. Iron Man was so beautiful and just great. Yeah. Um, we love Chip. Chip's it, the best. Uh, the first appearance of Spider-Man was so good. I, I Was it Dan Slott that wrote the... Uh, uh, I think you're right. Um, that wrote it. He writes it, and, he, and essentially... He's calling somebody and he's saying, like, I have all these characteristics of a spider. And the guy is like, uh, do you have eight legs? He's like, no, no. Like, <laughs> you, have, you have eight eyes? Uh, no. 
Um, and he's like, but I, I did invent web. <laughs> and the guy is like, okay, first, I think you might need to see a therapist. And you're an uncanny great engineer. So maybe just stick with that. <laughs> it's like so good because it's like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who is the writer on it? Uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Of okay. course. Of course. Um, it is so good. And I love that Marvel is like not afraid to make fun of themselves in this. Yeah. Uh, so, so fun. Um, another fun one was I Love the Age of Apocalypse by Jonathan Hickman. Yep. Um, and then uh, Rob Liefeld kind of like makes fun of himself a little bit. Um, a rare occasion. Although he's simultaneously flexing, saying he saved X-Men. <laughs> God. And making fun of himself. Right. Um, so there's like so many little like moments like that that happen again and again that um, this this was a great uh, comic book like it, 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 right. it and it took a lot to put together it had to have yeah who knows how long they've been working on this bad boy but probably a, a minute do you remember the Neil Gaiman one because I don't I don't and it's too late to go back now I put the t- I've put the book down yeah thing that sucks about this is yeah is Greg every time he reads it, he has to put a wallet on it because I straight read this motherfucker so it's like bendy and stuff like yeah that. it is well worn I'm sorry the comic on the cover on this might be one of our might definitely was gonna be Oh, yeah. To uh, uh, covers of the year. Yeah, we talk about uh, She-Hulk a lot. We are a big fan of hers. We talk about it on the Patreon. And this cover, I think it's, I think it's like the 1980s cover or whatever that they they uh, they, helmed, they uh, helmed it. They called it. So if you can find the She-Hulk one, get it. It's a sweet cover. And the uh, She-Hulk tribute in there was amazing. Yes. Yeah. I love how every character pretty much got their own kind of light shown on them. I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorites that we didn't cover? Um, I like the Howard the Duck one where they talk about the year the Howard the Duck movie came out. Oh. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that was good. Uh, the Chip Zdarsky one with the Iron Man helmets transforming was really, really sweet. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I'm i just a huge Marvel fan. I don't really have a, a one I didn't like, except I, the one with too many words because I am an imbecile. <laughs> one to 1,000. How do you rate this? Oh, one to 1,000. So we're not doing zero, because we would never. Yeah, I don't think if you give, if you give it a zero, you might be <laughs> recording on the wrong podcast. Um. So is one bad and a thousand's good? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, I would give this book, um, a nine hundred. Okay, and explain. Um, it was a little pricey. I know this is an annual. It's a big boy, so they fat they boy. slapped. That was a fat boy, thick boy. And so Thick they boy. slapped the $10 price tag on there, which is kind of a dig. It sucks. Um, they had way too many variants, and I know they wanted to kind of get every decade represent, represented and all that. But, I mean, that that shit's expensive. And, I mean, I know we as collectors don't have to buy every cover, but we're going to try our damnedest to. And some of the stories were okay. How many covers did you buy? I bought... I bought this one. Well, I bought two of them pre-ordered, and they were cheaper than the nine ninety nine. And then I bought the Daredevil one. Oh, the Daredevil one was sweet. Uh, yeah. What decade did that represent? I don't remember. I saw it and thought it was cool. I couldn't find the Mike Allred in our shop, and I really wanted that one, so I'll probably have to go to eBay to find the Mike Allred one. So, congratulations, Mike. Your cover sold out at our comic book shop. Mm-hmm. You really did it, as you often do. As you often do. <laughs> I give this a 792. Ooh, that's a specific rating. Why is that? Um, I think that for a celebration comic, 
they should um, make it a little bit accessible to new readers. Um, and uh, Yeah, they did not do that. And also treat old readers at the same time. I think they should do both to mm-hmm. say, here's the future and here's the past. And like, kind of like that's what the Marvel movies, I think, do so well. Um, is they like reward the people that like are fans and have been with it for a while, and mm-hmm. then they give so much to just new fans. And I think that it it didn't like you said already, it didn't do that great a job for if you're just picking this up, this comic is going to be pure bullshit to you. It is. It's it's for Marvel people that have read Marvel for decades. Mm-hmm. This is what it's fan service for all those people. But even if you like the MCU movies, you're gonna be so fucking confused with all of this. And but if that's why you're picking this up, you're gonna you're in for a treat. And you're going to have, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a delightful time. Right. But, uh, yeah, and, and there's hardly, uh, most of the stories are, are really fun. And, and they're a page, so fuck you. Yeah. If you, <laughs> you, if you don't like a story, don't worry. Just uh, flip the page. Yep. Boop. <laughs> uh, but, all, yeah, all, all in all, it was great. There was a lot of hype. We actually, funnily enough, mm-hmm. ironically enough, I guess, we covered this because the way that they debuted this was to just name the authors. And so we actually thought that everybody on here oh, was yeah. getting a specific book. Yeah. We didn't know they were getting a page within this comic book. We were tricked. <laughs> so Taboo from Black Eyed Peas, not an author on Marvel. And his Thank de- God. His debut was not too <laughs> good. Uh, so I doubt he'll be getting a book anytime. Neil Gaiman not getting a book on Marvel, but did get a story in mm-hmm. here. Right. Uh, who knows what it was? I'm sure it was poetic and heady. Yeah. I think also around the time that the names were getting released, we kind of noticed that there was wasn't a lot of female representation, mm-hmm. and that was kind of a bad look per Marvel. There could have been a little more in there. I mean, I don't and, think... And in this book, I think Kelly Thompson got one, uh, the She-Hulk author uh-huh. uh, was one of them. Yep, Kelly Sue got one. I don't see... Oh, Teeny Howard's in here, too. Um, so, like, there's, like, 80% dudes on this thing, mm-hmm. which I'm sure people will have opinions about that, and I can't wait to hear them. And up next, we have Mountainhead on IDW. Mountainhead is the story of, well, I think, okay, to explain the story, I have to spoil a little bit. Um, This is a spoiler podcast, so you're used to it by now. Okay. So um, this is the story of a burglar child who is raised by a burglar father who finds out. Tale as old as time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Much like the Jesus story. (laughs) <laughs> exactly almost word for word the jesus story um anyway uh you know joseph and jesus were trying to do the long con and gripped people right in nazareth um burglar child finds out oops burglar daddy not my daddy i actually was a child stolen out of british columbia which is weird i mean that's kind of a cool hook uh to a story who hasn't uh you know uh, while they were a kid bored in the afternoon thought maybe i am adopted you know maybe this isn't my real family my real family's super rich i think that if i never went to school and i was just robbing houses every day i would think maybe this isn't my dad or i mean he i think he was very well aware that his dad was batshit crazy (laughs) reading reading the like diatribes that his dad was uh listing off you have no other way to think that this guy is cuckoo for cocoa puffs he goes out in a police suicide or tries to where he like 
um, he basically says, like, if we get caught, I'm going to try to get shot and get killed. Yeah, ugh, that's when you go, Dad, maybe uh, we split ways. Um, yes. I don't want to rule a murder-suicide <laughs> on my mind here. Exactly. So that was his plan. And then the other theme to this story is that Mountainhead is the phrase um, that if you live in the mountains too long, you go crazy. Right. And so... Um, because but, cause humans aren't meant to live on atop a mountain because it's so desolate. Other news-worthy uh, thing. They're is that do- where Mike and Caitlin are at? <laughs> are they on top of a mountain? Uh, no, they're doing some research that says that higher altitude um, places uh, cause depression. The less oxygen that you have um, could lead to depression. And, and death. There's higher suicide rates um, in, like, mountain areas. Is that a real thing? Is that, is that real science? I don't know. I heard it. Less oh. air causes less happy. Yeah. Okay. As the Amazon burns, we get closer to death. Ooh, that sounds like a metal lyric. I like that. Thank you. I'll be in a band. <laughs> I'll be in a band. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. I'll be in a band. I'm out of here. Uh, okay, so I will say um, we read a couple different, like, number ones to try to be like, oh, what are we going to throw in this podcast today? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. When I read this, I, like, had to stop and be like, Okay, this is at least super fucking interesting. And, like, I really felt like uh, I was intrigued at every moment. I can't say, like, reigning endorsement, I'm going to pop this onto my, like, pull list every week. But um, this is one of the most intriguing comic books I have read in, in a long time. It, I will agree with that. The, the story and the premise of it was... Um, entertaining. It kept me flipping the pages consistently, and I, the artwork was really playful and fun. I like the artwork a lot in this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, um, it did what a first issue was supposed to do, and it intrigued us and hooked us and got us thinking, okay, well, where the hell are they going to go with this? And I, so I dubbed that a success. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, to build up this family that's, like, robbing together and have a very, very dynamic dad that's just is, like, he keeps on saying this phrase where he's, like, things don't matter. We don't don't steal anything that you just want for yourself. But oh, yeah, like, he went full hippie. <laughs> but they're stealing. Like, so obviously they, like, want things. No, no, no. But they're not stealing it for, like, their home. They're, stealing they're, they're selling it. So they can have money. To do whatever they, they're, like, I feel to like. To live. I guess, but they're not ac- accumulating items they're living in a hotel i don't i don't get the purpose of their life you're right the, it's confusing that like he's so staunchly against uh possessions so he goes into homes to steal possessions to sell them for what end if you right. if, if you're if you're that against possessions just throw it away and burn them become a nihilist or whatever yeah they could easily just go live off the fat of the land yeah uh, yeah good point i mean so uh, but then again, this dad is crazy. He, he stole doesn't a make child any sense. And yeah, raised, he stole raised, a kid. Oh my God. Raised a kid. Who, who thinks like that? Who, what burglar runs across a kid and is just like, aha, uh, I a think, protege? Isn't that the premise of that movie? Batman, yeah. Of, of the movie with uh, Nicolas Cage? Raising Arizona. Is that not. But your, that's, that's a little different because that Raising Arizona was they couldn't have a kid. Uh-huh. And they found a woman that had six kids, and they're just like, that's too many kids. Like, no one person this guy, should have that many this kids. This guy couldn't have a kid, physically. Um, that it's true, yeah. Men cannot bear children, yeah. So he's in the same predicament. So you, what you're saying is, is this comic book is ripping off Raising Arizona. Yeah, this is Raising Arizona. Um, in a mountain. Meets uh, 
generic go crazy and see devil movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about like they see like these weird demon creatures. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because they've been just like cut off from like a uh, logical society <laughs> for so long <laughs> that they're just like when they see normal people, they're just like, oh, those are demons. Yeah. I spent some time alone for a while and I started seeing some weird shit. How long were you alone for? Um, Like 24 hours. I would. Well, is this like a <laughs> retreat thing you went to? I used to work in another city. Yes. So then I would drive there and I wouldn't talk to somebody. And then like as I would go to bed, I'd be like, ooh. I would find that so peaceful. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to try one of those retreats where it's just like you go to like the woods for a weekend and you don't talk. It's like one of those silent retreats. You just kind of sit and like don't talk for 48 hours. I just want to see what that does to me. I think you would. We think you and I would go crazy halfway through. Mm-hmm. Then we'd enjoy it. Then we'd go crazy. Then we'd enjoy it. So it'd be like a long road. Okay. So what you're saying is we'd have to like share a tent to like <laughs> share in the crazy. Yeah. Just like whisper to each other. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think the the added crazy element makes, that's what fleshes this comic book out a little bit. Is like okay. if it were just a one story thing of like, hey, uh, burglar kid, burglar uh, parent, then... You know, I yeah. don't think I've seen that, but it's like whatever. And then the fact that they will see devils or demons um, adds a little bit to it. Also, I mean, the artwork on this was just so good and then gruesome. Yeah, it was very, very cool. It reminded me of like Leviathan, that oh, book we read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great um, comparison. It was, it, it was very stylized. The, and, ki- the kick-ass um, artwork a little uh, bit? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's uh, it was um it wasn't like very realistic or kind of um proportionalized properly, but for the story it was telling, it fit perfectly and I loved it. I thought it really matched up really really well. So, it, you know, kudos for that. Um we also found out that the perfect way to get out of getting in trouble is saying that uh your dad your dad's a crazy thief oh, guy. Oh, I need to use that actually. Yeah. yeah. The there dude was... the kid didn't get in trouble. Which I, I guess uh, it makes sense. You were been, stolen. He's been stealing his whole life. But that's what, and that's what I was thinking. Like, if I ever get caught with like a bunch of guns in my trunk or something, <laughs> or accidentally run over somebody, accidentally, I'm, I'm just gonna say, "Whoa, hang on, my dad stole me." Yeah. And and led <laughs> who's me to, to say I'm not a stolen baby? Yeah, led me to a life of crime. All I've known was carrying guns in my trunk. Mm-hmm. So it's it's society's fault. That's yeah. why I'm like this. So good day to you, officer. And then they bring me to my new father, uh-huh. who is um, Bill Gates. Sure, great. Yep. Yeah. You're Mike Gates. I would enjoy that. Budget King Gates. Budget King Gates. <laughs> if you found out that you were Bill Gates's son, would you still fund this podcast? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't like what kind of? You wouldn't cut us off. Why would I do that? Because you're a rich guy now. But. So you, then you I got Bill Gates daddy money. I think when you get rich, you fund your life's endeavors. You don't just de- dethrone them and burn them to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you haven't had Bill Gates money yet, so who knows what you would do. That's a good point. Does he have trampolines in the bottom of his floor or like his house? If he doesn't, he should. I've heard that. At before. least dedicate a room, like a trampoline room. Often once a week, too, I have to be like, Bill Gates dead? No, that's Steve Jobs. Uh, yeah, Steve Jobs is dead. Other thing about Bill Gates I think about is the, the um, where he jumps over the chair. Have you ever seen that video? Bill Gates jumps over a chair? He jumps over a chair, and it is mesmerizing. You've never seen the video where he jumps over a chair? No. Is it like, is he trying to prove his strength? 
I'm going to put this in the podcast. Everybody who is listening to this right now, you you go find Bill Gates jumping over a chair because you will find a new lot in life. <laughs> okay. I mean, you will just be inspired. It's insp- it's truly inspiring, him jumping over a chair. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Mountainhead um, is a comic book for people that want to be intrigued by comic books. And I think uh, yes. it, it will not, it, it doesn't disappoint in the intriguing factor. If you like thievery, if you like mystery, if you like Breckenridge. Yes, or uh, British Columbia. Or British Columbia, or any kind of mountaintop, you will love this book. I The one thing about this that I'm like, where it goes, is it has to have him like use his burglar powers uh, or skill set of like thievery. In his, like, now I have to go to high school and go to school. Oh, I don't think he's going to school. I think he's... He's out of there? He's blowing out. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's leaving Dodge. Ooh, okay. That's why it's... Because, uh, he's still ingrained with the thinking of his dad of just, like, always having an escape plan, and that's why he was sitting by the window in the last panel, because he is ready to bubba bounce. There's a movie that was pretty good that is about a dad and his daughter who live in a park their whole life. And they're like trying to escape. I think it's called Leave No Trace. Hmm, okay. Um, and uh, it was amazing. It was a wonder- wonderful movie. It's pretty sad. Um, when did it come out? Like last year or two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it's like it's like this. Uh, it's a lot like this. Uh, comic this book. podcast. <laughs> it's a lot like this podcast. Yes, truly amazing. We leave no trace. Came out two years ago, and uh, yeah. But this this comic book has demons in it. Mm-hmm. Which so you know yeah. add that into the mix. Yeah, so, I was I was pleasantly surprised by this book. I wouldn't, uh-huh. I wouldn't have named this comic book Mountainhead. I wouldn't either. Interesting name. Uh, I don't think that's even like a good name for Mountain Madness. Oh, right there, Mountain Madness. Mountain Madness. IDW, call us. Yeah, if you need. Yeah, another name. Way um, better than Mountainhead. Mountain Madness. Uh, family of robbers. That would have been a nice. Yeah. A little too on the nose, I guess. Um, let's see. Stealing kids. Father, son, grifters. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, the family that steals together. Uh, dad ends up dead. Dad, he's not dead. He's wounded. That's true. He's in the hospital. He's gonna make it. Yeah. As the character, hey, they were he. Okay, so they plopped him into the real family. I think way too quickly. <laughs> it was almost like the next day. Well, that, that's what I like about this comic. It went for giving you a first issue. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, they ripped the Band-Aid off this kid, just like, oh, I know you're you know, traumatized or whatever, but here's your real family. <laughs> they haven't seen you in 10 years, so they're going to smother you. The only family you've ever known might just be dead, but here's a new one. Yeah, too quick. And he sleeps with a fork. Yeah, do you think he just forgot to put it back on the table? No. Nope. <laughs> I think that's 10 years living on the run. You always sleep with a fork when you... uh when you're on the run. I have, yeah. I don't have that problem. Sleeping with forks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You live a very cush life. <laughs> I think so. Front that's, and back doors with locks. That's What's one, that all about? That's one thing I've learned from this comic book. <laughs> My yeah. life is too cushy. <laughs> so start stealing babies and raise them as burglars. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you Another thing you could have gotten was like the variant of this comic book, which is limited to, I think, a con, where it's the dad. Uh, is on the front instead of the son. But who wants that? He's dead in the first step. Uh, he's not dead. <laughs> he's just wounded. Yeah, we'll see. He's going to make it. We'll see. He's going to make it. The blood splatter when he gets shot was epic. Like, if he survived, oh, yeah. he is wo- gravely wounded. Yeah. 
I wanted to, so there was a, a, a the the letterer on this issue was super good. Mm-hmm. Like the the opening splash page where they tell the title of the book, the names are like woven into the mountainside. Oh yeah. And like I thought that was really really cool. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the letterer of Mountainhead. You did a fucking rad job. But, shout out to everything on Mountainhead. I, yeah. I, I I like it. Like, it was a good book. We had yeah. some chuckles about it, but it truly yeah. is a good book. Yeah, it's a fun book. Yeah. Raising Arizona meets Psychosis Demon World. Meets The Shining. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, pick it up. You won't be uh, disappointed. And that's this week of comic books. Yeah, that's the Greg and Mike special. Yeah, the BK. BK, BK special. This did is, this did is, you listen to the episode I edited? Uh, I haven't yet. Okay, no. we talked about how whether or not you are comfortable dropping the oh yeah should pseudonym. we should we do it now should we no 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 it? you on your own time I'm not here to pressure you you see you see you keep correcting me for budget king and BK so I feel like you're still holding on to it well so I we're not gonna push it I hadn't I hadn't no I just I don't want I don't want people to think that Mike D's on the episode right oh you so it's uh, out of con, uh, you don't want to confuse people it's consideration yes yeah. yes Mike yes. D would be he's you know he's a lot more logical sane uh-huh. things like that. Yeah. In life, and he would if people if he thought they thought he was on this episode, then they'd go, "What is up with him?" Probably have What's to get divorced. Bo- yeah, he's purchasing a house this week. That would probably fall through for him. Yeah, they would ch- they would check this episode before they uh, did this credit check, <laughs> and would say, "Nope, nope, you're crazy. You're 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 straight a lunavic, lunatic, a lunavic, a lunavic." My God, he's a lunavic. Uh, and that's it. We did it. Yep. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, you'll hear Caitlin's sign off in a minute, but don't forget we have a Patreon. Uh, thanks for everyone that tuned into the live episode on Twitter. We just wanted to do it because uh, it was me and Mike, and we could set it up properly. So I hope you guys had fun. This week we had ZineCon, <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> we had a great time meeting everyone at Kansas City ZineCon. Uh, we had some cool stickers that said Wolverine has a micro penis. He does. That we are very excited that people liked. Uh, so yeah. This has been another episode of First Issue Club. We are a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is provided by Primary Color Music. We are recorded in KCUR Studios. You can find us, rate us, friend, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, and your favorite listening platforms at First Issue Club, F-I-R-S-T. This is me checking my mic with my mic.